Nerds episode 472 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name is Orville Albert, and on today's show, I'm going to be counting down for you the top five most rad things about Fathom by Haggis Pinball. That's right. Also, you're going to be coming for me with me on a short walk down to see my bees because I'm afraid they're going to swarm today. So I've got to take a look and make sure they're not going to leave me, especially not with the queen. Hi, Luke and Leia. Hello. It is a gorgeous day here in River Herberts, Nova Scotia, and I'm very excited to uh, be doing an episode with you. I want to start by apologizing for last week's episodes. They were pretty lame. I was going through some bad stuff. Many of you guys know I use this audio podcast as a way to kind of like work through stuff. I can't afford a Zach many in my life to talk me through everything, so I kind of just use you listeners, and sometimes I chat about pinball, and today is one of those days where we're going to be talking about a lot of pinball, because there's new pinball for the first time this year. I can't believe that we had to go four months. It's one thing, like, okay, Marty and Jeff from the Final Round Pinball Podcast are known as the Tournament Podcast, but I am known as this whatever guy. Uh, who, who loves tournaments as well. And that was kind of like my thing because I'm not really much of a pinball collector. I've bought and sold, uh, uh, well, I've bought 15 now and I've sold 11 of them. So I guess I kind of am a collector, but I consider myself a player first. Leia, be quiet. All right, so I just turned off. I can't actually bring Luke and Leia down here because if they tried to jump over the electric fence that I just turned off, they could get hurt. Good, the bees do not appear to be swarming as bad as they were about an hour ago. It looked to me like at least five or 6,000 bees were out here and it was concerning to me a little. But I think at this point, it's fair to say that we're not gonna see a swarm today. But I'm gonna sit here and just take a look and I'm gonna oh, record with you the top five things that I love or that I at least like about Fathom. And we're gonna go in order, okay? So we're gonna start with, I'm trying to put my back to the, uh, trying to put my back to the wind here, but, uh, all right, so here we go. Number five on the, this list is I love that we're finally seeing a resurgence in retro games. I've said for years, years I've said, I love TNA, I wanna see more single, uh, okay, I wanna see more single playfield games. I wanna see more games with inline drops, thank you very much. I wanna see more retro three flipper games. And to be honest, if you look at Fathom, it looks very, very, very close to skateball. Am I right? It's got the drop downs on the left. It's got the three in the middle. Um, you can They're actually sweepable on skateball. I don't believe I was ever able to sweep those three there. So I think they're just turned enough that you can sweep them. Um, the machine looks absolutely gorgeous. I mean, the original Fathom looked pretty. So, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to go on about that too much, but number four on my list is that it is gorgeous. And, you know, uh, Damien was saying that, uh, I believe on his pinball profile one, as well as this, um, uh, not this pinball, as well as the pinball show on TPN, Damien was saying that they've backlit the mermaid edition. Okay, so here's the thing about that. What I love about them not just doing retro, 
is that they're possibly making it even better by making it look even prettier. And of course, you're gonna have all brand new plastics. You're gonna have a newer play field. You've got that play field that can't dent. Oh my gosh, I'm excited for that. And then uh, number three on this list is that the price seems right. I really, really, really like that list. Okay, so, oh sorry, number four was was that they're limiting it to 250 for that higher end version and they're gonna make that version first. That's, the fact that they're making 250 of that tells me that without a doubt, those are gonna sell out. Now, I don't think, I've heard some other people speculating it would sell out in like a month, other people saying it would sell out in like the first day. I'm thinking it's gonna be halfway between that. I'm thinking maybe two, three weeks it'll be sold out. Could be a little longer, I don't know. I'm not gonna speculate on that sort of thing. But what I do know is that it's gorgeous. And honestly, if I had a 10 pin collection, that's something I would seriously consider having. And I'm, I will look for it on the secondary market, probably a couple years down the road, if it ever comes down in price. I might even just get the other version though. Mm. Okay. All right, so I'm just gonna stand up from there because it's scaring me a little. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not wearing bee equipment. And also my butt was getting a little bit wet in there. But uh, wow, those bees. I don't think they're gonna swarm. I think that's good. Thanks uh, for coming with me for the first part of the chat. Let's get the electric fence put back on here and we'll get back to the old pin pod. Ye old pin potters. Uh, so let me take a look at my handy dandy little list here. Oh yes, number three is that the price seems right. I I really think, and the, the thing that Damien was also saying, and I forget which podcast it was, but the thing that Damien was saying, I'm just going to go walk in the woods here because it will be less windy and then you'll be able to hear me better. The Basically with Fathoms going right now for, uh, or, um, you know, going for what? 45 to 5,500 US, that's like six and a half, seven thousand Canadian. Uh, Damien said that they are going to be all bulk shipped here to the United States or to North America, and then they're going to be distributed from there. So, you know, you're talking probably four or five hundred bucks to drop ship after that to any major airport. You know, a little bit more if you're going to get white glove service right to your house, and they put it up there pretty for you, right? But man, this thing looks incredible. The price is right. They're only doing 250 of the Mermaid Edition, which I think is so smart. I think that's a good number. Even if it takes nine months for it to sell out, which I highly doubt it would, even if it did, that just allows Haggis the time to really ramp up and get up to there. Now they had mentioned, I believe, uh, 50. They're doing, they wanna do 50 a month. I think that's very ambitious. However, every single word that Damien has said, he's followed through on so far. This guy's not a BSer. You can go back and listen to the uh, podcast, and I'm going to try to post that uh, on my Pimmel Nerds podcast Facebook page. I'm going to try to get a little more active on there. Um, but Chris Sapintern was kind enough, Mr. Chris Grosvenor, thank you very much. He was kind enough to interview Damien from Haggis uh, at, I believe it was friggin' Expo two years ago or something and if you go back and listen to that now covid had you know covid changed time for everybody even stern like even stern couldn't keep up with their you know the amount of time they wanted to get stuck it affected everybody let's be honest but 
other than timelines, everything that Damien said with, you know, the uh, bulletproof freaking, you could have an AK-47 at close range. You couldn't even dent that freaking play field, man. You know, everything that he has said has came true. And that's the thing is that's why when I kind of called out Robert before, and I'm, I'm not that pinball podcaster anymore. I don't really want to do that. I probably just won't mention you if I don't like you instead of, and I kind of, years and years and years ago, I remember on Head to Head Pinball, if Ryan C., and Marty did not like somebody or wasn't getting along with something, or they just really didn't like a particular pin. They wouldn't go on and on about how much they didn't like it. They would just not really talk about it much. So if you guys have noticed for the past couple months, I've gone out of my way to not mention specific pinball companies that maybe aren't doing well. But I will tell you this, when a pinball company does well, I will pat them on the back. I will thank them because this man, Damien, I can tell you, has been working tirelessly on this game. And I'm a big fan. I love, I like the idea of Fathom because I already like the idea of Sea Witch. I live by the ocean. You know, it's, I love, I, lo, I like the, the idea of it. I like the art. I love the gameplay. And let's move on to number two because the only thing that is better than all of that is the fact that Retro's back, baby. That's number two. Like, come on, can you believe this? Can you believe that a machine this pretty is getting remade? Now, I understand certain collectors out there are not going to be happy about this, but now you're gonna have this brand new machine. So what do I mean by Retro's back? I mean, I, I said for years when the Beatles came out that the Beatles should be a game that could be considered a hybrid that could be used in classics, tournaments, or regular because it has the best components of kind of both. And I would say it's much slower, like more of a, an EM or an early solid state, but at the same time, you know, it's got obviously a lot deeper code. So I really think that that's a game that could be used in both. With Marty Robbins, and that's number one on this list, with Marty Robbins doing the code for it, oh my God. So the only thing that people didn't love about Fathom, now I had the opportunity, I believe I played this in a tournament at Adam Becker's house, I'm pretty sure it was Fathom. And uh, that was such a fun tournament. That was my only ever, uh, what do you call it when someone else goes flip frenzy? Oh, I'm going to walk over here to Albert Brooks, by the way. I, didn't, I don't think I've ever told you guys the name of this river here. We call it Albert Brooks. Most of the time it's not uh, babbling. But she might be babbling today because it's been raining lots. Yeah, it's not today, thank God. All right. Oh, crossing the fence line. This is the very edge of my property here. Uh, the brook does cross my property further up there, but... All right, I'd say there's very... There's very little babbling happening. But there's some... There's some babbling happening. Here, I'll, I'll let you guys hear the babble. Okay, I know it's just the sound of water, but I wanted you just for three seconds to imagine coming out here, visiting me on the homestead and us taking, let's say our, I don't know, our, our lunch, our breakfast sammies, our dinner, maybe some steak, a little bit of famous Prince Edward Island potatoes. And we come down here with uh, a nice Muskoka chair and we sit by the babbling brook and, you know, hopefully by then if... My freaking colitis is doing better. I can have a brew scar too. Oh. Anyways, with Marty on the code, 
I really, really, really think like when I hear Mar Marty talk about rules, literally everything he says makes sense to me. Like when he doesn't want things to be overcomplicated and, you know, he's just not a fan of like, he's kind of in the same, I'm in the same realm that like, you got one minute to explain a machine to me. Everything you say past that is just like, I hear nothing. You might as well be at a, a Pentecostal church praying in tongues. Hallelujah. Cause I don't know what you're saying. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like a, it's a direct language between you and Keith Elwin, the pinball gods. And I don't know what you're talking about. Do you know how many times at league poor Sean Russell, Mark and city, Mark Turand, Julie Dorsers, uh, so many people there. They were so kind. Joe Stanzik, they went out of their way to be like, Albert, you need to move the multipliers on Star Wars. You could, you would have got like a two billion score there, but you only got like half a billion because you, you, you had sixty times. And you didn't move it to there, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I me not smart. I don't know those things. I'm like a smart ass, but I'm not smart. You know, and that's oh here I'll let you hear the bees again, but I'll try not to get hit by this electric fence. Say hi, bees. Hi, pinball nerds. That was Cletus the Queen over here. Oh, shush it. I just got you new hay, Leia, before I came out here. Leia's very vocal. Luke's kind of like chilling in the sun. He's like, I don't care. I'm full. Uh, she just, she likes love. She likes you to pet her and go, she likes to be talked to and she kind of likes to dance around with you. But, which, you know, who doesn't like dancing, really? It's the only thing, like, more fun than even singing is dancing, really, because, you know, we all love to sing. But, man... Even if you're not a singer, I know you're a dancer. And maybe it's when no one's looking, and maybe it's only when you're drunk at a wedding. Maybe it's just when you're having a little shao shao on a Saturday night and you're in a good mood. But everybody likes a dancing, am I right? So I can't think of anyone better than Marty Robbins to be doing the code. It makes sense that you have someone in Australia, someone on the ground. My guess is Marty probably didn't charge like, you know, the same as if they were to hire a, a Dwight or Lyman Sheets, obviously, right? So, you know, it probably, it, and it's probably just fun for Marty. So I, you know, I don't know what they're, I don't know how it's worked out, but I just, I think that's great. I think it's cool that we have another person now in pinball media. You know, we saw Ken Cromwell move over last year. Uh, even Raymond Davidson had a podcast, of course, Do or Die Pinball Podcast that I listened to every episode of before he, uh, well, he still does media. He still has Ray Day Pinball, right? Whew, I'm out of shape. Guys, I walked all the way down, all the way down my trail, all the way back down my trail, then down to the water. The only area we didn't hit was a sugar bush in the back. So, here is, here is the reason that I'm going to say that if you love old machines, not just EMs, but solid states, and you always wanted the opportunity to have, uh, you know, an, an older version of a pinball machine without the maintenance issues, say you're like me, you live somewhere where, like, the closest pinball mechanic is, like, a three-and-a-half-hour round trip, and I'm not even allowed to go there right now. Like, I can't even go to Halifax. I can't even go to Turo. I have to stay in my county right now. So we are in full lockdown here. Uh, the good news is, is Drop Target Danielle is home from school for the next two weeks, which is just really nice because she's a contract worker. She'll, we, because she's in a permanent placement, she'll hopefully get paid for it. And if not, it's not the end of the world. Uh, but I'm just happy that everyone's safe. And to everyone listening out there, I felt like I was kind of living in Oz because everyone else had to go through lockdowns and stuff. We haven't had one in like seven months. 
I thought we were done with them. I thought I was getting my vaccine hopefully two to three weeks from now. Knock on wood. Uh, shout out though to one of the one of the old guys, Mr. Uh, Eric. Thank you very much, Eric. He, also known as Big E, he did the intro uh, where he did Christopher Walken. He was on there for 100 episodes. You guys all know him. Awesome guy. Going to have him on the show again soon. I'm going to start doing interviews in a bit. I still do want to talk to Chris from Canada's Pinball Podcast. Um, and to anyone who's like not going to listen to my show anymore just because I'm going to talk to someone else in media respectfully, then I guess, I guess I'll lose all the income I get from my lack of Patreon t-shirt sales, hat sales, and everything else that I don't sell. No, I shouldn't say that because I will very soon be selling Pinball Nerds podcast trading cards. So working on those, Danielle's off for two weeks. That's part of what I'm going to be doing. I also wanted to let you know I'm not going to be recording as much. Now, if a new game drops or something huge, I'll be back. But with my family home for two weeks, also me being in big time planning zone, like we've got tomatoes, peppers, um, cucumbers, even like we're starting in the next week or two, we're going to be direct sowing like stuff like pumpkin and uh, we've got all this, like, we're just basically going to be working. And I'll be honest, part of the reason why I get to podcast so much Monday to Friday and do episodes for you is because I'm home alone with not that much to do. And now I've got everybody home with me and tons to do. In fact, we went out today and got a basketball net. I'm going to be putting that into the ground soon. But I would encourage you, if you love old games, which why wouldn't you, but you always wanted to have an old game that not only looks nicer, I think, than the original, but also does pay tribute to the original, not straying too far... Like, I can't think of how Haggis could have done this better. The cool video with the launch was better. I do want to see it live streamed, of course. Whenever the live stream happens, you know, I'll be back to talk about that. Um, uh, because I had some problems with my computer last week, I wasn't able to get through the 2FA on Twitch. Thank you very much to that Twitch. So I haven't been on Twitch for like a week. Actually, I have been, but I'm not commenting or talking. I'll just throw it on there and watch a little because I have to remember the channel names. Because my old phone got cracked... And I can't get my TFA, so I have to submit some type of ticket to Twitch and wait to switch over to my new email and verify with my new cell phone. So if you haven't seen me on Twitch for a while, that's why. Um, I do hope that uh, I do hope that uh, you know I'm still I'm still paying uh, I'm still paying my subscription to Deadflip and uh, Poor Man's Pinball Podcast. Shout out to Drunian and Jack Danger, and I thank them for doing what they're doing. They, the only reason that I still have those two people subbed is because they're the two, like every single week I tune into those two people, right? They're the people that I watch the most and I feel like I have to, if I'm paying 12 bucks a month to Netflix, I can at least play 10 bucks a month to Twitch for all the services and enjoyment. In fact, I did miss Druinian's live show, unfortunately, on Monday night, but I got to catch up to it today while I was driving around uh, picking up basketball nets. I also threw on an entire bale of hay onto like, a less than a thousand dollar trailer from Canadian Tire, and when the trailer, when the the forklift dropped the bale of hay onto the trailer, drop target Danielle had to jump onto the other side quickly because it started to topple over because it was so heavy. So we had to drive home at sixty with the four way flashers on, but we got home just safe and fine. And uh, we called up a neighbor kid who uh, uh, is in Hayden's class. Uh, shout out to Carson. Don't. I don't know if he listens anymore, but shout out. He came here and he helped us get that freaking bale of hay. This is the biggest bale I've ever seen. This is twice as big as our last three bales. And uh, it sh I think it will last Luke and Leia for like a year. It'll probably start to rot before that happens. But if you're someone considering getting a machine in the next year, and you're someone who says, the only reason I don't have an awesome old machine 
like Radical or Skateball or Sea Witch or Fathom or Meteor. Oh my gosh, Meteor was my first game ever. How privileged was I? I often think if Meteor wasn't my first game and I hadn't bought it from Mike Dimas of Pinball Shenanigans fame on YouTube, if you haven't seen Pinball Shenanigans, get to it. What are you doing with your life? Come on, get over there. It's awesome. This guy's got more content than me, actually. He's putting up more content. That I can't believe. He used to do a podcast like every two to three weeks, and now he's doing, uh, I think he's putting up five to six videos a week. You guys should go watch that. Go look through there. Maybe not every video is for you. Maybe you want to see the, you know, the games room tours. Maybe you like to fix machines, but he's got so many awesome videos over there. Go check it out. Anyways, if you're someone who has who loves old machines, but you're worried about the maintenance of it, you don't like having to lift the hood and get up there and check the oil and fucking recharge the alternator or whatever people do with the pinball machines, I'm not one of those guys either. In fact, I just recently tried to do a very, very simple fix on my uh, future spa. One of the drop targets broke. So I thought, well, I've got to get it really, really, really... I have to get something really strong, but thin, so the drop target can still go up and down. Now, I could just order a new drop target. I will order a new drop target, especially now. But I just wanted to play Future Spa, like right there, right then. So I took a nail and I put it, I taped, the. I took the entire, the bottom half of the uh, drop target off. And I took really good tape um, and taped it around a nail a thin, small nail, so it would make it really hard. And I double-checked it could fit up and down. Yep, no problem. It fits through the slot. Perfect. Then I connect the bottom of the drop target. And then I realized the top part of the drop target where the spring connects, that's where I put the tape over it. So I'm going to be working today at figuring out a new way to do that. Literally where it broke is like a millimeter. Okay, sorry, Americans. One one-hundredth of an inch. Uh, it's like just right beside... Uh, it's, it's right beside it, so it, I don't know how I get the tape on. I just need to stop being cheap. The problem is by ordering one new drop target, the shipping is going to be astronomical to Canada. It might as well be going to the frickin' moon with Dogecoin. You're doging it up. Okay, speaking of the NFTs, and I'm only going to give myself 10 seconds for this. Today at 2 p.m., so within an hour to an hour and a half of when this comes out, so there's your little reward, your little tidbit for getting to the end of the show. Hopefully it sounded cool with the bees there. It did sound cool to me, but I started to hear and see more and more and more. And at one point I had one on my hand. The other one was on the phone. There was another one on my neck. And right now when they're collecting this much pollen, like they all had orange pollen on their legs. When they're collecting this much pollen, they are pretty mellow and pretty tame. And they got through the winter with so much honey that we're actually doing what's called a Kentucky split or a backyard split. What we're doing is we're actually splitting our beehive in two rather than taking the honey. We're splitting the honey and we're sp splitting the brood, which is the baby bees. And we're going to end up having two hives. We're really, really hoping we can find a queen cell in there, which is why I was taking you down there because they were swarming. So what that means is there's just too many bees for that little area. So Danielle and I today have to add either the top new part onto it and let them start building through there and let them see, oh, there's more space, or they could leave with the queen. So I have to go take care of that. I'm also going to go buy some Weezer NFTs. Uh, it's There's a $10 pack and a $20 pack, I believe. A uh, little bit more in Canadian funds, I believe, but yeah, it takes two clicks to get your Wax account. And uh, I've been having a lot of fun with it. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's more fun to me than buying stocks. It's not as fun as buying a pinball machine. Come on. Nothing's that fun. But 
right now I can't go more than eight kilometers north or like 12 kilometers south. So I can't go really anywhere. Uh, and, you know, I shouldn't be. We, we went from, you know, one or two cases from travel per week to like, you know, 75 cases for our little province. Then all of a sudden, I think yesterday was 96. And that's why they've gone into full lockdown because our health system is already so overwhelmed. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, to the federal government who stepped in, they are, were already so overwhelmed with um, doing tests that they had to send like 60 people from the National Guard or something to come help. So now, luckily for me, I'm up here in the north and we're only getting one or two cases a day, but the south, it's really taken off. The whole way through Halifax, it's pretty bad. So to all my Halifax listeners, be safe there. And I wanted to announce the largest pinball contest of all time. That's right. Okay. It's not the largest. It's the largest pinball media contest or the largest pinball contest that came out from a podcaster. I don't know. Didn't Franchi and Kristen line on saps give away like a, a hotel room and some other stuff. Okay. It's probably not the biggest one, but I'm just going to say it is the biggest, the biggest. Okay. It's not the biggest. It's the most rad. Can I say that? The most rad competition. Here it is. You all, every, each and every one of you listeners has been challenged. Oh, except for the five people who've written my songs for me before. That includes Glenn, the skateboarder. We're going to be retiring your song. albeit briefly, maybe just for a hundred episodes from episode 500 to episode 600. I'm going to be allowing not one, but five people's songs to be used for 20 shows each. And they will be played in the order of how good they were. There you go. Now, let's say that we only get three submissions that, uh, you know, I think are high enough quality to use for the show. Then we'll just use three. But I would like to pick five. If I get five, I'm going to, unless it's just like, oh, it's a pinball nerds podcast. It's oh, so quiet. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. It's oh, so still on the homestead. But here's the thing. If you win the competition, if you get first place, in which I'm going to let everyone vote for it on the Pimble Nerds Podcast Facebook page, which is why I'm going to attempt to get a little more active on there. If you win the competition, if the nerds vote you in for the best theme song for my show, you will not only get played from episode 500, which I'm having a large person in pinball. I'm not talking about just their size. No, I'm having like someone that you know. Uh, oh, I'm working, I'm working on it. I'm working on having a very well-known pinball personality on for a special episode 500 because that's coming up in only a short month or two. But between now and then, I want you listeners to get ready for this because here's everything you win. This is first place. I'm going to have awesome prizes for second, third, fourth, and fifth. Of course, I am your fifth favorite pinball podcast. Come on. But I'm here to announce the prize for first place is worth $500. You're not only going to get $250 in travel and entertainment expenses. If you live somewhere in the States or something and you want to use this money towards your airfare, if you live in like New York state, this would probably cover like most of your airfare. I would assume. I, I don't know. It would at least get you to the fricking border and then I can drive you from there. I'm not that far from the fricking border. 
But if you live in the upper whatever, you can probably drive here. If you live in all my listeners in Moncton or in Fredericton, shout out to David Dennis up there, uh, Tom MacArthur, and lots of other listeners that are over there in St. John, and then you know more even in Halifax. If you're someone who lives on the East Coast already, or even Prince Edward Island, don't want to forget about those guys. Sometimes you forget about them. And the Newfies. Now, the Newfies, they get, that's probably only going to pay... Sorry, if you're from Newfoundland, that's only going to pay... Probably for your uh, for your ferry across. It's very expensive. It's like 16 hours or something. I don't know. It's long. I'm sorry, Newfoundland. It's going to suck for you. It would be quicker for you to get on a plane and fly from uh, California to get here. So anyways, who knows? Maybe you're going to go on a trip anyway. So the $500 helps. So the $250, if you're from the East Coast, you can use that however you want. You can use that to go for like an awesome meal or two. You can use that to buy all the beer till your heart's content. I'll take you all the cool craft beer places around here. Hopefully I can at least at the time sample some of them with you. Probably won't be partying much in the future for a very long time, but, but I'll still be partying. I just won't be partying the same way. I'll just be like partying maybe with other stuff that's not, you know, as much, uh, I'll just be high on life. That's what I'll do. I'll be high on life, high on pinball, and high on very legal marijuana. But here's the thing. When you come out here, the other $250, you're going to be receiving in Homesteadia bucks. Basically, all that means is that you can have these awesome collector's items, probably going to be 50s, not going to lie. So you get five $50 bills or you can use that money while you're here to buy everything until your heart's content. You can use that for Pimmel Nerds Podcast trading cards. You can use it for the world famous, most expensive maple syrup on the planet, okay? You can get yourself a one of 21 of this year's first runnings, which came out ultra, ultra, ultra caramel, like really light, very vanilla tons of butterscotch, hardly any maple, but wooey, wowie, woo Amazing, amazing. 13 bucks per 50 milliliters. So it's not, it's, you know, it is the uh, it is the Elvira couch cushion of the Homesteadia products, okay? But then we've got very reasonably priced Owens Dills would give you thrills. Still hanging on to about 80 of those from last year. Um, we've got Danielle's Best Damn Jam. We've got Orbital Albert's Cream Sick Ale, which is one of our best-selling. Cream Sick Al. Uh, it's one of our best-selling teas. So you've got all the Angry Alpaca line of teas. Orbital Albert's Cream Sick Al is uh, basically a creamsicle vanilla creamsicle orange green tea blend. It features Christopher Franchi's art that he had from uh, Fantastic, the very world famous art that everybody loved from Fantastic on it. So you can buy yourself some of those. Those are very limited edition as well. I think we printed 24 originally and then we've made 24 again. So there's like one of 48 on the planet. Um, and when I say best-selling, that's why it's kind of a joke. Everybody who likes pinball thinks it's rad and will buy a couple, but everybody who's not into pinball is like, Oh, I don't know if I'm ready for a creamsicle tea, but it's incredible. Just try it and ice it, and it's incredible, and add cashew or any type of milk that you like to it. Anyways, I'm very, very, very excited because you can spend that $250 on Hayden's Hot Sauce or anything else you like. You're going to love it. It's going to be an awesome competition. It's going to be fun. Go buy yourself a Fathom. If you can afford it and it's not going to break the bank, I wouldn't get it if it's your only pin in the collection because although Marty made it deeper, it's still not going to be deep. Until next time, pinball nerds, I can't fathom that Marty did the code. And remember to eat, sleep, and breathe.